back to Golf DMV, the first show in a couple weeks where it's not a special interview, where Vern and I were at Little Bennett talking to Michael Dixon about mm-hmm. his uh, swing aid, and then also the interview I did with Lisa Cornwell. By the way, still getting emails and text messages about the Lisa Cornwell interview. I think we might try to get Lisa to uh, come on the show and review the Open uh, Championship, get her book, Troublemaker. Yes. She named names in the book about sexism and all kinds of stuff happening at the Golf Channel. Um, the interview. Some say that I'm probably the best interviewer since Larry King. That's just what some say. Some say that. Some people are saying <laughs> there are those, <laughs> there are those who, who have that opinion. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot to get to. Vern caddied for Glenn, uh, making new friends uh, on the golf course. Matt and Vern break 80, although I feel like Vern's 80 was disputed a little bit on the group text message. We'll talk about that. Don't get too defensive just yet, Vern. We'll, we'll give you the floor to defend yourself. Uh, we've got bathroom updates, which is interesting, LPGA, and things like that. But the first thing that I want to talk about mm-hmm. is, I mean, in dramatic fashion, probably the greatest golf comeback since Jack's, what, 87 Masters and Tiger's 2019 Masters, Ricky Fowler winning the Rocket Mortgage Club. Yes, I'm with Rick. He did Probably, it. I'm not going to argue that it's better than those, it's in the conversation of yeah. Jack's 87 Masters and Tiger's 2019 I'm sure that's how it felt to him. That was his, right. yeah, that was his Masters yeah. for sure. Ricky, Ricky Fowler in dramatic fashion in the playoff, winning the 2023 Rocket Mortgage Classic at the uh, at Detroit Country Club. Um, so my wife, Manny, and I, uh, two of us rooting for Ricky Fowler, one of us skeptical. You guys know who the skeptical one is already. Mm-hmm. Was at uh, the Salamander Resort owned by the sister, Sheila Johnson, who has a new book coming out herself um, at the Salamander Resort in Middlework, Virginia. And uh, yeah, I mean, we were, we were, we, so here's the weird thing. We were watching on television, everything, but then weather was coming in for the final round and Golf Channel, NBC, CBS, whoever, didn't air it. You had to watch the final round on the PGA Tour Plus right. app or watch it tape delayed on television, oh. which was ridiculous. Like, honestly, again, this is a thing with the PGA Tour. We talk about this with certain majors and certain tournaments, especially if you want to do these elevated events, which I guess means nothing now that they merge with live. But like, if you want to do this stuff, make make the the, the viewership or the viewing available as soon as as soon as the tournament starts, like all yeah. this paid mm-hmm. subscription stuff is not going to benefit you. But anyway, they did that. I followed online until mm-hmm. we saw that he won. We were happy. And in interesting form, Sierra says, well, I'm happy for Ricky Fowler. Oh. It's like, wait a minute. What? Because <laughs> normally, After all this normally time. Yeah, well, yeah, usually you say uh, he's going to lose. And she said that this time, oh, he's not going to hold it. Well, well, we'll see. And that's so why she's happy for him and happy for Manny. But he he won. Any anyone wants to go back to the Rocket Mortgage, or are we good with that? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. I was I was happy he won though. It was like seeing seeing the joy on his face and oh, yeah. then seeing his post round comments about like this is you know this is important to me, but it's not the most important thing with his family yeah. and everything. I don't think it's a bit that it, you know like it can be showy sometimes with certain people in athletics where it's like, oh, you know, all I care about is they say the right things, but I right. feel like with Ricky, like, it's for real. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. he definitely needed that. He wanted that for sure. Yo, he wanted it. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was the sigh after the putt. He makes the putt. Yes. He mm-hmm. tilts his head up to the heavens. And yes. he thanks the God gods with a deep yes. sigh. Like, oh, thank God I was able to win something <laughs> again. Because he was... Because the, the funny thing is, 
throughout the year, I mean, as many top 20s as he's had, most yes. people will take that. But for him to fall so far back, winning was the new goal, not just top 20s and getting right. into the top climbing, climbing you know, back 50 into the... and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, he needed to win, you know, and 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 he did. And, um, you know, one of the more likable people on tour, uh, one of the more marketable golfers on tour. Um, and you can only think that even his sponsors were like, okay, good. Thank yes. goodness he mm-hmm. won. Let's go yeah. ahead and renew some contracts. Let's send, let's let's wire this guy some money, and you know, and let's <laughs> and let's continue. Because he, he was probably getting close to that point where they was going to start. You know what? Uh, but but I take that back because he was still very popular, even though he hadn't won. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. just now, when he you know now when he shows up to the Puma building, his badge works for the top elevator. It's not just right. a regular. Right. He's not sitting in the downstairs lobby with the right. free Panera right. stale uh, Danishes in it or whatever. It's now he can go to the top of the event. There, hey, there are now meetings at Puma and Cobra headquarters for Ricky Fowler. Not yeah. let's make him a part of a meeting we have with Nelly Corda. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. we'll just work him in towards, right. towards the end. Hey, no, we're talking with Nelly right now. If you could just sit outside the hallway, but let me get done with her part. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm sorry, Ricky. Uh, so, uh, uh, Lexi Thompson is in with Mr. Puma. You're yeah. going to have, but once he's done, he did pencil out eight and a half minutes for you towards the end of the meeting. <laughs> you can sit right here. Would you like coffee, water? Yeah, the bathroom's just, right down Just the a hall. standing meeting in the hallway. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, you can walk, you can walk him out to his car. Yeah, yeah, he's going to talk to you for five minutes walking from the conference room to his office. But I love Ricky Fowler. I mean, it's, it's Me jokes. I mean, anyone yeah, listening yeah. to the show, no, it's jokes. Yeah, it's all love for Ricky Fowler. I'm glad yes. that he was able to win. Um, another thing, the U.S. Uh, Women's Open. Yes. Uh, immediately watching the final round, I noticed the blue sweatshirt with the Nike swoosh that had the swim, the uh surf and surfboard stuff on Michelle Wee. She wore it was must have been a it was a men's Nike blue sweatshirt with the swoosh mm-hmm. representing a, a wave and fly. you know surfboards. Immediately went online and ordered it. It's in my house right now. I have it. Can't <laughs> wait till the fall to wear it. Because I get some of my fashion, I'm sorry LB, from LPGA players. And I see something <laughs> I like and I wear it. Charlie yeah. Hall had on this cutoff um cutoff sweat hoodie zip up that had like a new, that was the word, a new, a new, a new, a new, down the back of it. I was searching, couldn't find it. If I could, I would have ordered it. But Charlie, Charlie Hall, if you're listening or someone who knows her, just email the show or DM us on Instagram. Right. And I'll buy it and and I will sport it. I I loved it. So yes, I will I will buy fashion from PGA Tour and LPGA Tour. Yeah, if it's dope and listen, let's do it. Yeah. So, so that, that means that you were watching the early rounds for Michelle Wee because she didn't make it to the weekend. I, right, she did not. I watched <laughs> Michelle Wee finish her LPJ career, and I watched Annika. Um, one yeah. of my favorite golfers of all time. Hey, listen, sneaky mm-hmm. though, when Tiger was dominating the PGA Tour, Annika yeah. was dominating the LPJ Tour. Remember. Like there, no mm-hmm. one was winning on the LPJ yeah. Tour other than a woman named Annika Sorenstein. And so, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's when I kind of got into the whole thing and. Yeah, she's one of my favorite players of all time. But um, Michelle, we did drop, I think, a 20-something foot putt to close all things out. But even that was not enough to have a play in no. <laughs> to have a play in It was cool to see them playing on Pebble. Uh, that was, that yeah. was you know, like, so I know I, I joke a lot of times about me not having watched. But this one I, I checked out. I didn't watch all four rounds. But I saw some highlights from the first two and then watched the last two rounds, particularly because of the stories, like when the major started, like kind of how tough it was for a lot of the bigger names uh, on mm-hmm. like they were getting beat up a little bit. And it's like, Oh, you know, this is first woman's first time at the at Pebble beach. And I, I didn't want this to turn into like some, some stupid uh, 
I don't know, storyline about like where they can play, where they can and how tough it is. So I'm glad. <laughs> Maybe I'm, they I'm, should play from 49. Yeah, instead no, of, yeah, you no. don't want to do that. Allison Corp is the winner. Uh, showed us, especially in the, the dope thing is if you, if you're a little bit of a golf nerd, her swing, you're like, she, hers is not the, uh, I don't know who Jessica Corda, yeah, maybe yeah. Daniel King, like Jessica, beautiful, Nelly, perfect, Dan- picturesque. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. She has a very, very short backswing. Very, but it's nothing, you know, I'm not, uh, denigrating or anything, but I'm just saying, it's right. like, it's not what you'd expect. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Kept it in play. Uh, uh and then made hella putts. That was, mm-hmm. the, it was, it was cool <laughs> watching as somebody who's getting like more into short game now, finally, after years of getting <laughs> uh, my ass handed to me, um, watching her make all these clutch up and downs and these putts, uh, you know, on the greens was, was pretty dope. So shout out to Allison Corpus yeah. for winning, but it was cool. And it was cool just to see Pebble Beach, man. Uh, again, you know, so, since so I think was it been a couple of years, I think just the men have, have, uh, I mean, I don't count the, I don't count the ATT or whatever. That right. Is, but, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was actually pretty dope. And shout out to Allison too, because this past weekend she she came in second okay. at the uh, the other tournament, whichever it was the Dana or something in Ohio. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, she came in second place for that one too. So she's Starting a little, little bit of a roll. There we mm-hmm. go. Right, and by yeah. the way. Um, you know, speaking of the women, so Christine Brennan, um, you know, you know, uh, syndicated column uh, columnist, uh, she. She and then just wrote a book, um, but she talked about on Lisa Cornwell's interview, Troublemaker uh, podcast. She talked about um, how the women's game could be grown because there's so many great players on the LPGA tour. She was saying how tennis, like when there's a major, the women and the men play at the same time, and so maybe there's a way for uh, on certain majors to send. Yeah. The men off on one, the women off on ten, and every and the coverage is the same. The right. distances could be different. Like that could be a good mm-hmm. way because you know, uh, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say. Like I was watching the PGA uh, tour before uh, you two on the show. Lawrence jumped in and jumped all the way in on LPGA yeah. to where he he covers mm-hmm. it. He's at the tournaments. He He's watches it more than I do. Mm-hmm. And now Vern is jumping in. And and it's exposure. And maybe one of the ways for exposure is to have some of these tournaments, however you can, with the men. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. have it at the same time right. uh, and figure a way to do it. Um, you know, the death sentence is, well, we're not going to do that because we, we've always done it this way. And this is how we do it. Nothing grows that way. And so maybe there's a way to kind of, um, you know, include all. Have you guys been watching Rose Zhang at all? Yeah, she's yes. in, my, in the rundown sheet because... Uh, Rose, she missed her first cut as a professional this past mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. Um, which was honestly, I was surprised. I, I was really surprised that she missed the cut, given her performance. As she, you know, she would have win and she played well at the U.S. Open and everything. Uh, I was, yeah, I'm a little surprised that she missed the cut at this last one at the Dana Open. Yeah, because she she won she won her first Very start first time as out. a professional. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. happens. I mean, it never happens. Right. And and not and she ended up. Yes. So yeah. yeah, shout out to Rose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's move to some prof- to some uh, personal golf before we jump to the Open Championship. Um, I'll start with uh, our round at PB Die. It was myself, Vern, uh, Jermon, and yeah, and Antron. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, Antron knows me some from some other media stuff. Had no clue until a few weeks ago that we had a podcast. This is the best, LB. You would have loved this. You, you would have loved this interaction <laughs> on the course with myself and Antron. So, really quick. So, uh, uh, this ties in with another '78 story, which I'll loop back in. But basically, myself, Mike, and Antron were playing Blue Mash. 
uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and we're just, you know, walking around talking. And the guy we're playing with, again, we'll tell the story in a minute. The guy we're playing with, we're trying to, like, maybe see if he wants to mix into the group. And I started explaining, like, yeah, you know, me, we got, it's like me, it's like 10 other guys. And we got Mike and all these new guys. And it started with us around the podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Antron just kind of stayed there. And he kind of, like, he, I finished my pitch to the guy. <laughs> and he's like, you guys, uh, you guys got a podcast? I was like, I was like, yeah, like Claude, Claude does. Like Claude, we both know Claude, right? So, yeah. I was like, yeah, golf DMB. He was like, no, nah, man, I never, I never heard of it. I was like, oh no. I was like, how? I was, and so I, and so he's thinking like, oh, you guys like just started. So he's like, how many episodes have you done so far? Or whatever. I was like, uh, they've been they've been doing it for like four years, man. Like like four hundred. He's like, what? And then so he opens his phone. He was like, what is this? And then he sends a text to you, Claude. Now you yeah. go ahead and pick it up and finish. But the, the the reaction from on the course with me was like one of genuine disbelief. Like, how did he not tell me? I not know this, right? Yeah. Because because I've seen Antron at drive chip and putt competitions. He is a PGA Junior uh-huh. League instructor at Enterprise. We played <laughs> golf together. And but he listens to another media outlet where I'm on air, mm-hmm. and that's how he knows me from that station. Okay. And okay. so for me, I just thought that he knew about both, although I've never explained it. And so Antron sent the text. I'm listening back from episode number one all the way up. To, and so he's sending these random text messages of how he's of different topics we talked about and how he's catching yeah. up to everything. And I'm just like, how did I never mention golf DMV? When we only we we've only seen each other face to face at golf events <laughs> because I'm an idiot because there are reasons why my success in life has been marginal because of situations because of situations like this like you haven't thought about this and yeah and so marginal success because of uh, you know. Uh, extra you know right, idiot right. essentially yeah. is what it is honestly, what it, if, if, you, if you had just wore the shirt if, you know what i mean <laughs> you just thought it was someone else's podcast it's like, oh, it's yeah, podcast. Right, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. if i would have done anything in antron's presence to make him huh. think to say podcast i would have mentioned it but i didn't do mm-hmm. any of that any of that because i'm a dope mm-hmm. Because I'm stupid, I mean, I'm just very busy. Just got, got a lot going on. But it was it was funny how it escaped him, and he just he, he almost felt genuinely like like uh, betrayed that he had to find out from from right, me. Right, he right. He just right, met yeah. like a couple like, like a month ago. It was, almost it was, let yeah. down, and then almost as if he was sorry that he didn't know about it. It's like no, no, no. You right. have nothing to apologize. It's me, bro. It's me. Yeah. Right, it's me. Right. Uh, and so anyway, uh, speaking of PBD, um the uh, like I said about Whiskey Creek, the one thing I wanted to 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 figure out or zone in on when we went to Whiskey a couple uh, weeks back was what is it actually a hard course? And I, we figured out that tee shots, Whiskey is going to give you lots lots of grace, but your approach shot, you better be on point because there's trouble around the greens. Yeah, I, I wanted to figure out whether PB die was as great as I hype it up to be. And I'll be honest with you guys, it's easily in my top three. I'm not sure if it's not my favorite course in Maryland. I'm not sure if it's not. Yeah, public course, public course. I mean, mm-hmm. probably out of private courses that I've played, um, I do think that TPC Potomac, you know, at Evan O Farm is probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Here comes followed the by we, Cage. We know you've right. yeah, yeah. 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 played there. We know you played it. That's yeah. right. We're going to play Cage Valley. I'll be mean, so we'll yeah, just be not. quiet on this. Yeah. Let's this tell us I, mean, yeah. I know yeah. the only one you guys would rank as Cage because it's probably. The only oh, did you also play you Congo? Played. Have you ever played Congo? No, <laughs> no I've never. Played oh, you've been there. Okay, been there. So I think I think Avenue and then Caves. You know, but um, but PB Die, man. I mean. 
always in great condition. Uh, if you really want to chop, no, not always. It hasn't used. It, it is now. It didn't used it has, to be it, always. Over the last three years, maybe it's it's back right over the last mm-hmm. three or four years. But if you want a challenge, go ahead and play from the tips. Let's see what you do. Um, mm-hmm. If they wanted to give you a hard time, they could grow the rough out if yeah, they the wanted. The tips are to. ridiculous out there. The tips are ridiculous mm-hmm. out there, and it's 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 narrow. There are there too. Yeah, there are times where um, and, and and every sing every single hole that PB die, there's a shot you have to make. You know what I mean? If you want to score on the hole. And to me, it's just, it's an amazing course. And, and, and I'm, I'm good. I, di- I didn't get back to Maryland national, but I'm good to say, let's go ahead and say PB die Maryland national uh, and bully rock. I'm good. And I'm good with that. And as, as good as I am with saying, I'm good with putting LP in my top five. I'm good with putting, putting LP in my top five. Cause it's a great course. It's hard, but it's great. Mm-hmm. And so that's what PB is with me. Um, LB, go ahead. The only thing, the only thing I don't like about PB die is well, two things. I don't like the range because you got to get off those mats most of the time. Um, and the second is hole number two. Can't stand hole number two. The short part oh, three. Yes, you got to make a shot. You, you only well, have you, one you, chance. You got to you got to land it on a on the moon basically because it's shaped to me like the moon. <laughs> Yeah, if you yeah. hit it, it's gonna it roll off. Yeah. Yeah. For those who haven't Always. played PB Die, number two is is I you know I gotta I gotta say actually I like the whole uh, the more it, I, the more I think about it, but it it is a pain because it's it's a short par three with an insane you, you pull up to it if you had never played it you'd be like oh cool one was it one twenty one thirty five no problem if, if but, but no if it's yeah. it's tiered and to yeah. LB's point if you don't hit the it's right hit spot like yeah, yeah 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 in our case <laughs> the, the pin was front left. And the dome is strong on the backside of the green. So you have mm-hmm. tons of room on the back. And you're like, oh, I'll just toss it up there. Well, now you got like a 50-foot yep. putt mm-hmm. over speedy greens. It's going to yep. come up a hill and down a hill. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a nightmare. So, By the way, when we played, I think Antron, myself, and Vern got par on that yeah, hole. We did. Uh, Jermon might have got a He might have got a par, too. I think we got all par. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. all on or, or, or near the hole, uh, you know, pars mm-hmm. and bogeys. But it was, it was a good round. It was and, Oh, and... Uh, what was that? I want to say three hours, thirty minutes with a foursome. Oh yes, foursome under wow. four okay. hours, easily under mm-hmm. four hours. Yep. Um, okay. And under four hours, and it might have been a three or four holes where we had to wait for an approach shot or something like that. Yep. Um, but still under four hours, which was great, which is wonderful. Um, oh, and I have I have something. You know what? While while we're adding stuff, I add that at the very end. I have something on that too. I feel vindicated. That's what I'll say. I feel vindicated. Keep going, Clown. Okay. So <laughs> no, I'm good. I wasn't going to vindicate you, but Vern had a green book. Yes. That read the greens. I did. And he was explaining to us how that was kind of prepped mm-hmm. for caddying for Glenn. Yes. At Needwood. Caddying for Glenn at Needwood. So for those yeah. who listen to the show or who mm-hmm. don't uh, last year. Uh, let me get a proposition. Hey, man, I think I, you could, if you let me caddy for you at Needwood, like an easier course, I think you can mm-hmm. break, I could, I could help you break 80 there. And the conceit was not like literally carrying my clubs, but basically take, taking stupid decisions out of my hand to help me like, hey, now you have this shot, take this shot here, or whatever. And it was fun and it was good. And I didn't, I didn't break 80, but it ended up being mm-hmm. a good experience. And we were both surprised at how enjoyable it was, particularly Glenn, because he's not playing, you're just carrying my clubs. Um, right. But what made it interesting, because, again, when we came out there that day the, in, in the original iteration, uh, we were just trying to break 80. And I think a match broke out between either myself and Matt and, and Lou. I don't, know, I don't think it was both of them. I can't remember. But yeah. I was playing match play mm-hmm. with one of them. And that made it even that heightened it. So now 
I'm trying to break 80. Glenn's on the team giving me reads, and we're trying to do stuff. We're competing against the, you know, one of the nailers or whatever. Uh, and it ended up being pretty fun. There were funny moments. So I said, hey, man, I owe you one. So fast forward to this year, I finally, finally got him back. Uh, there was a match between Glenn and Mike. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, again, for the, all these people in our, in our group, uh, Mike is very competitive, very hyper competitive, does not like to lose. He's, he's about that life. So, um, I think they chose, well, you know, the first bit of interesting stuff LB was that like in the text, they say, Hey, we're doing the match. Vern's going to caddy. Mike's like bet, whatever. Uh, I think if they play from the whites, which are like 5,400 or excuse me, like a 5,800, something like that, Glenn would have had to given up like four strokes or something. And if they play from the tips, he only gets one. So that's basically even like uh, Mike only gets one. And Mike said, no, let's play from the tips. Let's make it interesting. Which I was nice. like, oh, okay. Joe chose the more difficult one. Um, oh, and I have a take on even here in a second too. So now, by the way, if anyone's doing a match like this, I mean, you can still elect to play from whatever tees you want and just say, forget strokes. I mean, forget handicap. We're going to go straight up strokes. That's true. That's true. You and don't I have think, to move back. Yeah. That's true. And I think in this case, uh, I think in this case, that's what Mike was doing by selecting the blue, just trying to go basically even. They only got, he only got one stroke on a, on a, one of the random par fives, which again was somehow the hardest hole. I don't get it. And the round, again, I encourage if you're listening to this and you got homies in your other groups or whatever, I know it sounds like a lot, but, it was it was legit fun. Uh, now mm-hmm. I showed up because I overdo stuff. I showed Claude this stuff on Saturday. I had a caddy smock, uh, uh, LB, a green caddy smock with Glenn's name on the back in Velcro, Washington, and I had a green book to Claude's point that I bought from Strackline. And all week, bro, I'm like looking at caddies. Like, how do you caddy? You put the thing right. down because I carried. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, use the, oh, I, yeah, okay. I didn't use the card. I carried. Now, Vern, yes. if I can interrupt you, yes, absolutely. How many people throughout your golf career uh-huh. on public courses have you seen in a green caddy spot? None. Okay, the, and, see, none. and this, this, okay. this was the best part. This is the best. Part. So I pull up. Matt sees me and immediately starts laughing. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what is this? I was like, I'm doing the most as I'm wanting to do. The most. I'm on the what are you doing? I'm doing the most. Yeah, that's what, that's what I do. I'm on the green. It just casual, and again, I'm not. I'm acting uh, as if, just like, hey, this is what we do. And so mm-hmm. I have the green book out, and I'm going over it with Glenn on the practice green. Mm-hmm. And there's a gentleman putting, and he's kind of looking at me, and he's looking at Glenn, like, what? What is this? Is this like, guy? Who are these guys? This guy from the APGA Tour. Exactly. Matt? Exactly. Or, uh, that Joe Hooks. Uh, really quick. The starter still here. The starter had an interesting thing where, like, I showed, you know, he, we, the three of us get to the tee box. Uh, Rick is going to be our fourth. He could make it. Um, so, you know, the three, so it's, uh, uh, Glenn, Mike, and then Matt is the third. He's Matt's mm-hmm. just playing. He's just, he's just following right, right. and me catting. And so we get to the tee box and the starters like, well, mm-hmm. wait, he's like, uh, you guys are supposed to have four. I said, yeah, our, our fourth didn't show up. He's looking at me. He's like, so you're catting. You right. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, did you tell us about this? I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. He said, we got to know who's out there on the course, man. And we were like, I was like, uh, I said, okay. I said, well, uh, I'm just going to caddy for him if that's all right. He was like, all right. So it's just y'all. I was like, yeah. He's like, all right. And he walks off. And I was like, that was an odd interaction. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he thought this was like hiking at a trailhead and I was going into the Grand Canyon and he was concerned for my safety. I was like, why do you have to, why do you have to know who's I out there? Right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, um, they're doing match play. Uh, Glenn goes up early. Uh, so I'll, I'll cut to the chase here. They basically have it. They went dormy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and the cool thing was the handicap system doing what it does. It came down to the last two holes. I'm going to say basically Mike was oh. up one, uh, coming into 17 and then, uh, Glenn clutched out. Uh, yeah, I think he got up and down on a part three 
to bring it mm-hmm. to tie it basically so okay. that when we pulled up on 18 t box it's anybody's it's anybody's right. hole when it take um, off right yeah 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 side note side note so i carried my bag i, I swapped out everything carried i had water i had snacks everything mm-hmm. and um if i had uh jerry from band and arcadi if i had his information i'd send him more money because this bleep oh. is hard it's okay. hard and bro listen i carried mm-hmm. one bag and had to you have to get to their ball before they get there give the yep. read know the mm-hmm. thing give the advice and then pick up and then get moving when he hits again. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. observation number one. Observation number two, we talk on this pod a lot about how Needwood is like our, you know, our warm-up course and all this. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Needwood got some teeth on the back, bro. Like, Oh, oh yeah. No. More, more so, Needwood will more rock than, you to sleep on the front, yes. and then it's going to okay. eat you in the back. From the tips, from the tips, LB, more oh, even mm-hmm. than Falls Road. Falls Road stretch is only, I think, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, no, it's only got right. three holes. Needwood has like five or six. They give you like the first mm-hmm. two is easy. And then it's game time. Like the the par three, the first par three you hit on the back is like 200 yards with trouble oh, wow. left and right, and there's no mm-hmm. room. Yeah, it's not a game. So shout out to Neewood. If you if you shoot low on the back there, you, you've done something mm-hmm. really well. Anyway, I say all that to say it was really fun. It was a good time. Uh, I think Glenn said in, in, in the text chat, he was like, it was the best – the best time we had shooting 99. The funniest moment, though, and <laughs> have to, you have to get you have to get Glenn's perspective on this. So on 18, they're tied, right? Mm-hmm. It's anybody's game. Um, uh, he hits a, Glenn hits a nice draw. He's in the fairway. I think Mike's kind of off a little bit, tucked up under the trees a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a situation where like Glenn's in a better position, right? And um, you got to get over water too, right? You do have to hit over. So for those still yep. listening, you got, yeah. So the second shot. This is a par. Five, I believe, par oh, four? No, par four. four. Yes, yeah, so par four, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And the second shot is over water, and these guys mm-hmm. didn't, you know, their drives weren't the their, their longest drives of the day, so they had, like, mm-hmm. maybe 200 yards to get to the right. green. So I pull up on Glenn, so I walk up to Glenn's ball, and I said, what do you like, man? Because he's, so basically, Glenn's sitting in the fairway, 70 yards from the end of the fairway in the trouble, and 200 mm-hmm. yards to the hole. So he's got a trip. So he says, I'm like, uh, you know, do you have something that's going to go clear the stuff? He's like, no, we're not even going to chance it. I'm just going to bat it down there to the end of the fairway because we're in better position. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to go over and it's, I'm going to put the, the onus on Mike. And so before he hits his shot, Mike, uh, credit to Mike, Mike goes for the glory for his shot. He's kind of, again, a little bit in the rough off to the right. He goes for it mm-hmm. and he misses. Okay. Okay. Shot, goes, shot goes in the water. So by now, the way, at this, at he has moment, to go for it. He has to. He has Mike? to go for it. Yeah, Mike has to go for he it. He didn't have to because they're both, they're, no. again, they're tied. They're, but he's in a worse position. He is, well, he is I guess they could both lay up and then. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt was, Matt was trying to tell Mike to lay up. Mike said, no, nah, I'm going mm-hmm. for it. Credit to him because, again, I respect Augusto. And he went for it and he, and he, he missed. It goes in the water. So at this moment, we're, we're pretty much up a stroke, basically, with in the fairway. All he has to do yep. is bat it down to the end of the fairway. Don't tell me he changed yeah. his mind and said, I'm going for it. No, no, no. He didn't change his okay. mind and said, I'm going for it. <laughs> he took out his pitching He probably took out his pitching wedge. And, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, as we're one to do on a shot that mm-hmm. he's, he could just he could have just topped it. He could have kicked it down there. Mm-hmm. But on a shot that we've hit a thousand times, you just lose uh-huh. focus. And he flares yeah. it. He hits this thing that flares Thanks out into it. the woods. Further right than where Mike is. Oh no! And the, the, the funny part is, I didn't. We laughed about it later, but I didn't realize like he did it, and my reaction was to just stand there for like fifteen seconds and not, and not say anything. I probably looked disappointed, and then when we got over there, I said, "All right." So we get over there, we get under the trees. I'm like, "All right." So we got another uh-huh. chance. And I said, I said that to, to try to shot again. He just busted out laughing. I guess he was laughing at me because I, I my, my disappointment was palpable. Uh, but yeah, so he bats it back over to the uh, to the fairway, gets over, and it makes like like at this point, like he um, I think he goes like long the green, 
uh, jumps on and then two putts, and they basically have the hole for them to have the match. But he had it. He had it in his hands, and then yeah. just on a basic anything, anything would have done. Just, just do put it. it. Just hit it out. Yeah, put it out. Put, put it. it out. Like you did, Claude. By the way, real quick, just to track back, oh. PB die. Claude, we need to uh, talk about this. At yes, PB yes, Claude, yes. Claude yeah. LB uh, had, uh, I think, drove on on number ten. Was maybe I don't know how many yards out, eighty yards out, maybe eighty, yeah, maybe maybe eighty yards out, and had, you know uh-huh. with one shot on a par four, and then uh-huh. proceeded to make par with three putts from eighty yards out, from eighty yards out. Wow. Putted, putted. <laughs> yeah. So let me but let me tell you my let me tell you my uh, my logic. So Vern will testify. Yeah. My short mm-hmm. game, my chipping has gotten better, right? It has. But recently, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I've gotten the yips, and it's okay. starting to go dramatically left. I have no clue what's happening. I'm lost. And so at PB Die, I decided that I'm going to listen to what Brant Snedeker said uh, mm-hmm. at the episodes and episodes and episodes ago. And Antron yeah. is finally catching up to this one um, <laughs> where Brant said, you know, no, I can chip close to the green. Yeah. You losers cannot. Right. As soon as you get close to the green, take the putter out and hit. And so while I'm getting the yips, I'm just like, OK, you know what? If I get close enough, I'm going to putt it and just putt it hard. Because if I can mm-hmm. three putt from 20 feet away, I can three putt from 80 yards away. Like just hit it hard, mm-hmm. get it close, hit it again. And so we get to 10. I mean, I hit a and, and I'm driving well the entire round. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I drive it in prime position, 80 yards, maybe from the green, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what? I'm doing the Brant Snedeker. I'm not chipping this. I'm not chancing it. I'm going to putt it. And and it's still early in the morning because yeah. our tea time was at 7. And so the dew is still on the ground. So you can trace where the ball has oh, gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I putt it super hard. Like I'm, like, I'm, like I'm hitting a drive. Boom. Hits it down. Then now I'm not yet on the green, but close enough. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Putt it again to maybe three paces away from the hole and then putt it mm-hmm. in. Three putt wow. from 80 yards away off the green, <laughs> walk away with the par. And I said to Vern, I'm never chipping again. I'm not doing it. Why would I do it? My my new my new goal is drive the ball, get it. If I if I can't get within 130 yards, 100 yards of the green, putt from putt from 95. I don't care. Just take your putter. <laughs> but it worked. But it worked. It did work. But that's going to mean you, you're going to have to be in a fairway, and you can't don't have to hit over anything. Any trouble? I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. fine with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was but amazing. They, it do, was, they do in the villages. They yeah. all the people put out of the same. Oh, Florida. Place. Yeah, yeah, Texas wedge everything. Texas wedge. Look, yeah. look, the golf gods have taken my my right arm, twisted it behind <laughs> my back, and pushed my head down to the ground. And and have forced me to you know to humble myself. I'm yeah. done. I'm not chipping anymore. I'm not right. doing it. right. Eighty right. yards right. and then I'm just gonna. If there's nothing, if, if there's no, if there's no reason in front of me to not chip, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Right. Okay. Well, just uh, just to, uh, just to wrap up the other one yeah, again. If you if you get a chance to caddy for your homies, even if you don't carry, and you just put like it's it's a fun team event. Uh, mm-hmm. And it might graduate into a thing now where Glenn is going to caddy for Mike now, and then he's going to match up against somebody, and then I'll caddy for that person. And mm-hmm. again, I will have the full smock on. I will have the green book. I did learn <laughs> how to read. Bought it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to get. Oh, by the way, the green books were helpful. Like they were oh, legit. 100%. They were, yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, even on Neva, which greens were more crazy, but um, yeah, it was, it was that was a good time, man. That was dope. It was it was, it was great. And it was really cool reading Glenn's PB dot a green book uh, after hitting a putt. 
and saying, I didn't see that break hard that way. Vern would walk mm-hmm. over to me, open up the book, say, well, look, this is what this means. Like, oh, okay. So I yeah. see how it broke hard, left, uh-huh. coming downhill, but then stopping and come. Yeah. So it's legit. Wow. Yeah. It's legit. Okay. All right. This, okay. I'm just curious. The green books, what do they, what do they normally run? Yeah. Uh, so, so each one is uh, mm-hmm. 40 bucks, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to strike a line you know, smartly, they said, Hey, you can buy whatever green books you want for $40 a piece, or you can pay us a hundred bucks. And for a year you get access to the entire library, like on your, on your phone. So oh, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to pay a hundred bucks and just, because for as much mm-hmm. golf as we play this way, you can just pull up any course mm-hmm. you want, have it on your phone, pull up the, uh, the green book. And, and yeah. Can you, like, can you download them or it's, you can't download them. They, they, it's, uh, but they wouldn't make any money if you could download them. All. I mean, if you could share them, if you're saying if yeah, if you could share them, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Probably like within the app, they can have them saved to your mm-hmm. phone. But yeah, I don't think you. Right, I'm right. sure I could screenshot them. They'll be there. Yeah. Send you something. If you can't no, download no, no, them, I ain't saying do all that. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm messing well, up. If you can download them, go to golfdmv.com and you'll be able to get to copies of every game. <laughs> 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 oh man, for just a mere five dollars a green book. Um. So anyway, uh, so, so uh, Matt broke eighty. Shout out to yes. Matt. Vern, yes. you witnessed mm-hmm. it. Yes, myself and, and Mike. Then, this this was amazing because it'll mm-hmm. be Mike and I saw two seventy eights in the span mm-hmm. of three days, which I don't think okay. I would ever have seen. This so mm-hmm. the blue mash round where uh Antron found out that Cloud was not as close to him as he as he right. thought he was. <laughs> he had a show he didn't tell him about. The blue mash round, we played with a brother. So I'm just gonna go ahead and tie this with the other story. So we played with a, a, a blue mash, you know, mm-hmm. as usual, blue mash, great shape. Uh side note, new ownership, I think, at Blue Mash. Um, really? I, th- I oh, think so. I, you, you have to reach out to your contacts. Don't don't quote I'll me on that. Out, uh, my contact, I mean the owner. The owner. The owner. That's yeah, how I yeah. But because no the tea time stuff has changed and some other stuff has changed and the prices has gone up. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, Blue Mash was a good time. We got mm-hmm. paired, myself, Mike, and Antron got paired with a brother named James. Um, mm-hmm. And look, man, look, this is Gulf New Beach. I got to keep it a buck, man. James, great – Listen, great golfer, whatever. When you pull up mm-hmm. on him, it's like, okay. It's like when you start talking to him, he says, yeah, you know, I live down PG. You're like, yep, you sure do. Black socks, black and miles, mm-hmm. uh, like, <laughs> like bag. He's just got the whole swag. You immediately love. It's like my man is uh-huh. like DC or, or PG mm-hmm. 100%. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bro. I mean, so you see him, you're like, okay, cool. You, it's the first tee shot. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's like, oh, okay, cool. You never judge anybody at first tee shot. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And he's maybe like 160 out from the first screen. Iron shot, like. Very crisp, sticks in. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, good, good hole, man, good hole. Uh, hole two, uh, tee shot a little bit left and rough. Oh, here we go. Here, yeah, this is gonna be it. Mm-hmm. He's one seventy out. One seventy out, sticks it. I said, hold on. Now, <laughs> now here's minute, the other. Man. Here's the other Wait part. Wait a minute. Here's the other part. The swing isn't. It's not like oh, this is a uh, you know like a unique swing from like a weekend guy who's learned to play the game. No, mm-hmm. iron swing looked legit. Like finishing him mm-hmm. like above his shoulder. Looks picturesque. Right. I was like, okay. Paul this, Wilson. Paul Wilson style. Hey, hey yeah. my man could, could play. By the third <laughs> hole, when he'd made like uh-huh. his, he's like, he's one under on the third hole. I was like, oh, uh-huh. this is something else. Mm-hmm. So, right. James, <laughs> so Mike and I and Antron witnessed James play this amazing round where he mm-hmm. shot six over. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, mm-hmm. so I'm going to tie these two things together. It's a tale of mm-hmm. 278s, right? So seeing him play LB, he was never in trouble. Never in right. trouble. Like the okay. three, the six bogeys he had. I mean, he had one birdie. The six bogeys he had were, I think, maybe two or three putts, and the others were like up and downs that were like, like he missed a putt by like an inch. No double okay. bogeys, no right. issues off the tee mm-hmm. box, nothing. No plus three, clean, none of that, none of that. None of that. Right. Super right. clean game. And I thought to myself, I said, man, if this is where I have to be 
to break 80. I'm just going to accept that I'm going to be a 12 or 13 the rest of my life because I'm not, this, this is amazing. He, he must have hit, uh, what is it, 14 green? He must have hit, um, or uh, like like 12 or 13 greens, bro. Like it, it was mm-hmm. it was crazy. Uh, but but looked easy though. You can tell that he lives there. It wasn't like right. a special round for him. And at the end of the round, right. so right. side note, so the 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 B story for this round was seeing him play well, and he's he's mm-hmm. one of us. He's from PG. Blah, blah, blah. It's like you know mm-hmm. trying to expand the group. I've never felt the urge. I've never done this on the golf course. <laughs> I've never done the like. How can I how can I make this man my friend so that my girlfriend <laughs> so that we can get him in the group? This is one right, adult right. man to another. I don't know. And so I'm pondering. Do you like, want to be friends? Bro, I'm pondering <laughs> like whole four, whole three, whole four. I'm like, do, like when do I wait? Maybe we just wait to the end of the round. Then you pitch him with the number and then see if we can. Do, and then by whole five, I see so much good golf. I was like, to hell with it. I'm just gonna tell him. So I. That's when I made the pitch. I told him about the podcast. Uh, I said, hey, man, I don't know if you got a regular group, da da da, 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 da. But, you know, I, and I said, I was, I made mm-hmm. this whole thing. I was like, you know, if you want to link up, man, we play every weekend, such and such, so and so. He was like, oh, and he says, all right, cool, man, thanks. And then he proceeds to play. And it, I don't know how to feel about that. I was like, right, just reject it. And you don't really want to be thirsty. Like, you don't want to say, so what does all right, man, thanks mean? Like, does it mean right. you don't nope. doubt or does it like. No thirst whatsoever. I say, cool. I guess that, that that's that. That's a cool story, bro. That's what he gave me. And I'm going to just keep on playing my game. And it is what it is. But then the flip side is, so we get to, we finish up, we get to 18. You know, you know we dab him. He's like, uh-huh. he's like, hey, man, we'll get to the parking lot, man. We'll exchange numbers. Then I felt vindicated uh-huh. later. And I was like, yes, on the inside. I was like, why am I so happy that this adult man wants to exchange numbers with me to play golf in our group. This is, this is a weird thing, but it was amazing to see Claude. It was like, it was, it was, uh, and it was, it was a great time, great vibes, everything mm-hmm. else. So that's 178. It was, it was just, it was disheartening to me to watch him play that well. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Two days right. later at Oak Creek, we see Matt go off and shoot mm-hmm. a 78. And what was, what was cool about it is that you could see, cause Matt's been playing really well lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, handicap has been coming down yep. and Matt's 78 looked like Matt's, normal game except or like like in the, imagine any of our games and at the end of the round when we say uh here was a stupid one here was a, like those three or four holes mm-hmm. now imagine you had like two rounds where those mistakes didn't exist what would mm-hmm. your score be when, when we always say to mm-hmm. ourselves uh, if i'd yeah. done this this and this that'd be four or five strokes matt did mm-hmm. that he played yeah. he played his normal game but he was nailing greens. i think he made a couple of birdies uh hit a bunch of greens in regulation and instead of scrambling like i was doing or like we normally mm-hmm. do sometimes uh, he was putting, he was basically uh, tapping in pars over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the round, uh, it, it, it was impressive to see. Like, and it was, it was right. interesting because I think maybe 16, 17, he had to fight a little bit because like he wanted to, the golf course was trying to get him. Like, I think he, yeah. like, he flared or drive or whatever, but he recovered well, made, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think scrambled for a par and then won one bogey and then, and then, uh, mm-hmm. and then finished up with the 78. So that one was, I told Matt, I said, that was um, inspiring because I was like, oh, cool. This is what it's going to look like when I do it. Right. It's going to be me hitting greens and regulation, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Yep. And then following weekend, what Claude was talking about earlier. Today, I was like, you did it. Kind of. I did. Yeah. I, so uh, so I, I called it in a question. No one called it a question. I called it in a question right. because I did it at Falls Road. But it, it's legit. I'm just saying, you know, it's legit. It is what it is. It's I think par, it's legit. Par, I think it's par. So at Falls Road, it's a par 70, and I shot uh, nine over. So it was a 79. And mm-hmm. to the point I just made, the game, I was like, oh, yeah, this is my exact game. To, now, LB, it wasn't as sharp as Bats was when he was at Oak Creek. Mm-hmm. 
but I got up and down a bunch, which I've been doing. Right. I probably I probably got up and down more this year than I had in the previous ten years of me playing golf, man. Mm-hmm. Like the the chipping and like you've been telling us, the chipping and the putting <laughs> have been have been money. So uh, so I did that at Falls Road from uh, uh from the tips. I, I, I think from, I think we played from the tips or whatever. So that was that you know that was rewarding for me. But again. Uh, credit credit to Matt and shout out to James who you know hopefully you guys will see soon I'm gonna try to get him out to to to, to, to one of the events oh that was the first time playing Blue Match by the way never played it just pulled up on oh, Blue wow. Match and was just wow. like yeah 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 no big deal I okay. just put up a 78 so and again I'll, I'll say it's interesting to see the same score just mm-hmm. looking right. totally different and some of that could be too is I'm familiar with Matt's game I see him play all the time so. Sure. But um, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, like it's it's going to be interesting, and uh, I think in North Carolina when we get down there with all the all the other pots and the it's going to be fun stuff like that. It it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's get to let's let's leave the DMV and go over to uh you know the West Coast or at least head to the West uh mm-hmm. in Phoenix. LB, you've got some stories about the heat and mm-hmm. BWI restrooms. Yeah, let's talk. We'll talk about the heat first. So okay. yesterday it was one hundred eighteen degrees here. Now, I, Ryan, I know you 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 know been in the Middle East and you experienced yeah. that heat stuff. It's a here. dry heat, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they tell us. It's a dry heat, and yes, it is a dry heat. But it is it is so hot that it's painful. We we walked from the car to the restaurant yesterday. Yeah, and the, <laughs> just when you as soon as you get out the car, that sun. I mean, it it hurts. It really it's like hurts walking, it feels like walking into an oven, right? Worse than yeah. that. I mean, just the, the feeling yeah. of that. I just can't explain how painful that is. So I was listening and, to. Uh, and, and you can't on, even close the door because the car is so hot. I was listening. <laughs> the car is too hot. You don't want to touch the door. I was listening <laughs> to the all news station here in the, in, uh, the DMV, uh, WTOP. Uh, and um, they were interviewing someone in Phoenix. And she said, it feels like my bones are on fire when I step outside. Like the yeah. sun is penetrating yeah. my skin and my bones crazy. are in a microwave. Yeah, it is It is yeah. crazy. There was a dirt, uh, uh, not dirt storm, a sandstorm. What's the day? Wednesday. Sandstorm on Monday. Um, I had experienced that before because <laughs> I kept thinking it was going to be, you could hear the wind blowing so hard and, and it got dark. I'm like, oh, it must be a good ready storm. I pull out my phone looking at the radar and it's nothing. And I'm yeah. like, well, well where is all how are you not picking up all this that's going on outside? It's it's just been crazy. So they they've broke the record, I guess, whatever 110 I mean, consecutive days at 110 degrees or higher. Yeah. Uh, I think we're on I think they're on day 14 or 15 now of it. And it's and there's no and I think by next Tuesday it's supposed to get down to 108 for the high. Oh, how about that? Um right, right. Cool it off. So that yeah, so the house we rented has a pool in it. I went in, I tried to get in there yesterday. It was like getting in a hot tub. I mean, mm-hmm. like, what's the point in this? There's no point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know? So it's just it's just crazy. Um, let's talk about BWI. So uh, we went away out here on Monday. Uh, I I make a smoothie every morning, and that what keeps me healthy and regular, I'll say. So <laughs> by the time we got to the airport, I had to relieve myself. Uh-huh. So I don't know if you all have been to BWI lately, but they have remodeled the bathrooms. Yes, they have. They They are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. Okay. The the men's room, uh, you know, they have the side with the urinals, but the but the where you go do number twos at are separate rooms now. They look like little I hate dressing rooms, like a hotel room. But but they're big because they're big enough that you could bring your luggage in. They got you know things on the sides you can hang your 
hang your bags up and stuff. Change, whatever and do. and it's I mean it's a completely enclosed room. There's you can't like look underneath to the other person. It's a completely <laughs> enclosed room. <laughs> well, they they have been congressmen who like to you know do in things Minnesota, like that. yeah. Well, that's yes. our guy. Who was that? Where and then in this press conference, <laughs> call back to our old he's, story. Right. No, I mean he's in the press conference, right. he's he's a, a, yeah. I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, that's not what anyone's calling the question. Like, that's not the problem. The oh, and so okay, well, this yeah. I'm not gay. I never have been gay, and oh, never God. will be gay. It's like, well, that's yeah. not that's not what everyone's calling into question, sir. It's why were you tapping? Well, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So people are weird. So I, so I go in the bathroom. I handle my business, and as I come out, there's a guy standing out in the in the area there waiting to get into one of these, all the stalls, all the rooms are, uh, were taking. So when I came up, it was a guy waiting to go to go in. And he walks to the door. I said, hey, 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 hold on. I'll get in about five minutes before you go in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he looks at me kind of funny. He said, I got something for that. And he grabs the door. He said, the old school. He grabs the door and starts opening and closing it real fast <laughs> to get the answer. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both just stood there and started laughing. Of course, of course. <laughs> now, by the way, before we move off of BWI bathrooms, in case you think this is the funny story yeah. delivered by LB, B- Dateline, Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. WTOP.com, BWI Marshall Airport bathrooms could be voted the best in the nation, not just out of airports, but just no. in general, five-star hotels, restaurants. Yeah. If you've enjoyed using the new BWI Marshall Airport bathrooms, now's the time to show your appreciation. They have reached among the top 10 finalists for the Centas. And Centas, what I remember, Centas is like a uniform cleaning uniform company. people, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they do everything now. They have the soap dispensers. Yeah. I want them in my house. The Centas 2023 <laughs> America's Best Bathroom Contest. Now, you can vote in this 22nd annual contest at Best restrooms.com until August 11th. And so Golf DMV, vote for BWI. So they opened up their new renovated bathrooms about three months ago, LB. So it includes an aesthetic mural, seating areas, Mm -hmm. touchless fixtures, real-time inventory, and usage tracking for custodial services. Mm -hmm. The new restrooms have smart systems with LED stall occupancy lights and digital signs at restroom entrances with current stall availability. So like when you go to um, like a parking lot, this says a parking yeah, lot. Yeah. When you yeah, go to a parking yeah. lot, we have 230 spaces available. The bathroom <laughs> now says there are five stalls available here. <laughs> right. And it's got the tracking That's system good. for custodial. So they know, okay, three people have used it might be time to clean it now. Right. And, yeah. And so whether it's a five-star restaurant, whether it's a, you know, five-star hotel uh, or BWI airport, it's in the top 10. Okay, and whether you don't, if you win it or not, that's fine. But to be in the top ten in the nation among all restrooms, that's not bad. That's pretty good. good. I I, I will give them a thumbs up because they are really, really nice. They really are nice. I appreciate that we're talking about this because there's some guy out there, (laughs) Gary Michaels or whatever, who's responsible, who's an architect. There is some subset professionally where Uh it's like, hey, have you seen uh, you've seen the new bathrooms at BWI? You see what Gary did out there? It's like, right. oh my God, like what? Like uh, nobody knows about bathroom design. Nobody cares or whatever. But there's a subset of professionals for whom this means to the world. Like this guy just yeah. LeBron the hell out of these bathrooms. Right, right. This is going on his his mantle at the house, right. whatever. So one hundred percent. 
We got uh, open championship to talk about, right? We do, we yes. do. But really quick, I'm gonna uh, last thing for the DMV stuff. Vin, I was talking about feeling vindicated. Listen, oh, yeah. uh, our buddy Mike uh, on, on two fronts. Um, of, yeah, two fronts. So uh, when we play PBI, I think both Antron and German uh, mentioned it's like, hey man, you know. Getting up at uh you know five thirty in the morning to ride all the way out to Frederick da 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 so I I kind of kind of cussing you when we get out there but when we finish the three and a half hours and we're out of the heat I you know I can't argue it I was like yes I hear I hear that a lot I know I know it's the deal and then that final confirmation was on mm-hmm. a, I think that sat, that same Saturday Mike played Laurel Hill with uh, his cousin some of his family members and. I was like, what time did she time? He's like, oh, I think like, I don't know. I think what he said, 10, 10 something. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. And I, already, I said, okay, cool. On Saturday, and for those who don't know, last Saturday was quite warm, uh, quite humid. And yeah, Mike told me, he said, yeah. He said, never again, never, never again. He said, <laughs> I, I told him, I said, Mike, I said, bro, I'm trying to tell you, it's the, the choice isn't early or late. It's early or early not or at all, all in the summertime. Yeah. You, if you don't right. want to do it, you just sleep right. in. You just take the day. Mm-hmm. But don't be like, oh, you know, I just played 11. No. He said they were out there forever. It took forever. There were guys like mm-hmm. in the fairway slowing down. And it was brutal. I think he had a good time with the family, but it was a, a brutal slog in and the And I heat. think that was the text that Mike sent saying he had a couple beers before the first four holes. And like, he was. That might have been. That might have been. This. So that was, the, mm-hmm. I think it was the previous weekend when he played uh, Rendition. So like, oh, yeah, uh, with, that was Rendition. With some of the guys where he was drinking. But yeah, this one, this mm-hmm. one was tough. So I felt vindicated there. And then the last one was the cart placement. He said he noticed on one of the groups in front of them, there was a gentleman who was uh, maybe a little bit more corpulent, you know, bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And his cart partner, for whatever reason, was kept, they would pull up to the ball and he would leave my man. And then, and, you know, God bless Rick. And Rick Fashion, he'd be like, cool, you good? Mm-hmm. He would, my man would take the cart and speed up the fairway to where his ball was or go to his ball. And this guy was like struggle on the struggle bus, getting up the fairway, lumbering. He's Mike said at one point he had to like stop in the middle of the fairway and lean on his club, take a break. And I was like, you see, I said, when you, so when you hear me like being particular about like, Hey, leave the cart here, you know, move up over Mm -hmm. here, just keeping it, you know, uh, in front of you or with the, whoever's behind. Right. There's a reason for it. He's like, bro, I a hundred percent see. So he's not playing late anymore. And, uh, he he understands that, you know, I didn't make up this stuff for some of the, uh, some of the car plates and stuff. So I feel vindicated there. Yeah. Well, um, further vindication too. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we went to uh, the Salamander Resort, we mm-hmm. played Raspberry oh, yeah. Falls. By mm-hmm. we, I mean me, Manny, and Sierra. And mm-hmm. we our tea time was 10.50, which is later than I ever played, but you know they weren't going to get up to play at six. Well, at least Sierra wasn't <laughs> going to. And so uh, by the time we finished nine and we're waiting on every single hole, uh, she says, I get why you guys play at six. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. You can yep. get done and yeah. Done, yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Done, done yeah. and get out of here. So uh so we've got uh we got Hoy Lake for the open championship. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, Royal Royal Liverpool, I believe. Um I you know, again, I encourage I'm not gonna sit here we're approaching the, the show here. I'm not gonna sit here and, like bore you like like this course, I think it was two thousand six, uh and then twenty third, I can't remember like like because Rory and then Tiger were like the last two, I believe winners here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the scores were low. Well, I think with I mean Tiger is tough because this Tiger was 06. It was, I think Tiger was 06, and it was like I don't know fifteen under. It was this, this is at his height. He's dealing at this time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but even Rory, I think went um, I want to say seventeen under. Uh, I could have had this information available. But basically, look, they they lit oh, it up. And the so Roy's last win was in 2014. There. Yeah. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it, it here's for everybody, for all the casuals that are going to be looking at the open championship this week. Uh, I, you know, I don't want you. 
All right. I don't want you. Stay stay asleep. Check it out. <laughs> Check out the result on Sunday. Because here's what I don't want. Here's what I don't want your takes about, oh, the course. Oh, it looks weird. It looks brown and uh, looks fr- Hey, 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 hey. This is this is my major. This is the mm-hmm. opening championship. This is mm-hmm. yeah, built on sand. This is their, uh, the birthplace of golf. Did you, you don't like it? You, you go watch Liv or uh, go watch NASCAR. It's something, anything, whatever. Because <laughs> you have to spell Liv in there, bro. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want it because I can already hear the stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, like from the from like not, and I'm uh, I'm lashing no, I out. Know, really, I know, I know, I'm, I'm lashing out really though at like actual sports media people who don't watch. They're going to do the thing where it's like, oh, what is this tournament? This is boring, and you know they're scoring. Oh, so by low. the way, the and Tiger's win was in twenty uh, two thousand and six. It was the That's one right was, after six. his the death yeah. of his father. That's the yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they and they lit it up, LB. So the course mm-hmm. again. Now the course has been redesigned uh, significantly, whatever. So we can't really use some of the metrics from the previous ones. But in typical open fashion, if the weather or the wind is down, it will right. be gettable. They've had rains mm-hmm. there recently. It's going to be a little bit soft. Um, uh, so really quickly, Rory is obviously number one coming in for tur- you know for odds are coming in, coming off of the Scottish Open. Shout out to Rory, um, Scottish Open. Yeah, Scottish Open. Yeah. Uh, the Genesis or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Scotty is number two. Man, Scotty, so listening to just another golf pod, they were talking about how basically it's just Scotty's putting. His ball striking has been mm-hmm. elite level and he's there every time. And if he, they said if he putted like, like B plus, just slightly better than average, not even lights out, he would mm-hmm. probably won, I think, three of the last four tournaments he was in to include uh, the, what is it, the, uh, the Open Championship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the Rocket Mortgage, because Ricky, fought, no, anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he's on one. So, like, Scotty and Ricky, uh, Scotty and Ricky are your top two. What you're looking for here is going to be, uh, again, a uh, uh, good putting, and I think good short game around the greens, uh, or strokes gained around the greens, particularly because um, the course will play. This, this one is kind of like driver agnostic. You don't need to be, I mean, if you're long, I guess, but you really need to be able to just place it, essentially. Um, and they said this will, this will be interesting, too, because this will allow variance, a little bit more variance from members of the field who play well, who aren't typically long. Tom Kim, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. some of these types of guys. Yeah. So you may see some different names up there in the mix from those guys and from some DP World Tour guys who you've never heard of who play well on links mm-hmm. on links golf courses or whatever. So uh, I still think one of the favorites probably is like Scheffler and then Cam Smith because Cam Smith has been putting. Um, lights out, and, and this is another one we're gonna have to be able to put uh, put really well. Uh, and there's something to look out for. It's just hole 17. I would encourage everybody to go to YouTube and type uh, like uh, Royal Liverpool hole 17 redesign or something. Golf Digest has like a five minute video. It's very short with the designer talking about how they flipped the hole. They flipped it. It was the um, the the T in green direction. They reversed them, right. and then they made the green like maybe half the size of the rest of the greens, and they designed bunkering around it. So they've made an effort. To, to give this course some teeth uh, that aren't that isn't uh, just weather related because when the wind is up it can be it can be anything so and by the way uh, that could be a big deal on the final day that yes you've got several golfers you know one to two strokes within one another how they play that part seven t- seventeen you got to make something happen there and just exactly. knowing it exactly and shake some nerves yeah. exactly and then, and so like I said like you know for those who who aren't going to be super critical coming in and you have an open mind again and again I love the coffee golf I love that I'll be up in the morning like like watching some stuff early um just you know keep in mind like when you look at the routing uh uh of the course uh, kind of how it's going to make the golfers think mostly about like the out of bounds. That's usually, it seems to be like the boundaries with like the bunkers, typical open stuff, right? Like you can get it out there as far as you want, but if you're not careful before you place it, you'll have, you can have like a, a fine line, the rough, 
to like an unplayable hellish lie where it's up against rocks right. or the face mm-hmm. of one of those those pop bunkers. So um, the variance there is one of the things I like about the Open Championship one, two, and again, it's just you know one of the first majors, so some of my favorites. So um, I don't have enough time to go over. Like we'll we'll I'll put on uh, social media. We'll talk about it next week. What some of our picks are. We'll make some picks or whatever here or there. We don't have a lot of money left in the Bet GM Bet MGM account. <laughs> Uh, we've lost it all. We've, we've lost quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. We should just put it all on Scheffler to make a top five because that's just easy. Yeah. That's just easy money. Yeah, like, easy yeah, money. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, yeah. Brooks is up there. Victor is up there. I think. I think. Watch out yeah. for Victor too on on this that's one. That's what. I, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Victor, Morikawa, and Fowler. Morikawa. So Morikawa is a stay away from the from the gambling perspective because yeah, he, he's been he was looking, hurt too. Yeah, yeah, and he's been looking uh-huh. for something with his putter lately, and he hasn't found it. And okay. you need that out. I'm not saying he can't pop up. He played well uh, recently. I, I want to say well, if it wasn't the Genesis or he or he was uh, uh, he was like a leader in like a, a stroke gain tee to green or something in one of the recent tournaments. But mm-hmm. still, you know, maybe like a top twenty five or something like that. So he's oh. still searching. But uh, yeah, I like like Cam Smith, Victor Hovland, and then you know Scheffler and uh, and, and Roy McIlroy. If Roy can again, he's another one. Roy, where like so many putts, they, 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 he's just missing just a little bit. But his ball striking has been elite the past yeah. the past few tournaments. Actually, I, LACC I was. I, heard, I, was yeah. say, I think I heard too that uh, the last person to win the Scottish and the Open, you know, that's be two consecutive tournament wins. Yeah, it may have been feeling that was quite some time ago. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so the, the odds were against him, I guess as well. I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. But he's playing he's playing well. And then again, hey, uh, you know, Ricky Fowler, it's cool to see his name in the top like five for the betting odds, plus eighteen hundred. Mm-hmm. You can get him there. I don't know why they got Patrick Cantley in there. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Patrick's been playing I, trash lately. Too. Yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's playing it's been a tough go yeah. for Cantley. Yeah. 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 And he's yeah. playing with uh, Brooks too. So Brooks is gonna be in his ear, like, hurry up, man. I ain't got all day. So he's he, he gonna mess up his an intimidating figure. An intimidating yes. figure. Yes. So we'll, yes for we'll sure. see how that works out, fam. Um, all right, uh, guys, this is Golf DMV. Uh, we'll come back and review the Open Championship. Might try to get Lisa Cornwell on or someone else to you know help us review it after this weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. It's Golf DMV.